Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Mid-Week Fucking War! We are more excited to talk about Impact than we probably ever have been before because, um, spoiler alert, we just talked to goddamn Vampiro about Lucha Underground. If you're not listening to our Lucha Underground podcast, go back and fucking listen to it. I'm Mad Mike. You know who I am. You don't give a fuck. We have Matt Collins here, our friend of the mainstream media. How are you, Matt? Hi, Mike. <laughs> I am amped up right now. Vampiro has taught me that you can say fuck every third word on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I learned in wrestling this week. Also, I learned Vampiro does not ho- know who Matt Hardy is at all. Uh, no clue. All right, and uh, with us is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? I am so happy. (laughs) I've never been so happy to talk about such a terrible show. (laughs) All right, and with us to talk everything that is Destination X, Lucha Underground co-executive producer, Krista Joseph, El Hijo Del Cueto himself. How are you, sir? Delete, 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 delete. Wait, I gotta say this, I gotta say this. Krista Joseph, I knew you'd come. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh. God. Alright, uh, so yeah, Destination X <laughs> was a thing that occurred. Hell so, yeah. um, gentlemen, we'll start with you, Chris. What is your one word for Destination X? Gosh, I have two. I have two. It's um, okay. We will. We will allow it. We will well, allow. If you, guys, it. if you guys don't use my second one, then I'll go back and use and tell the second one. Okay. But my word for Destination X is Scars God. <laughs> uh, yes. That is my word for Destination X. Oh, that's perfect. All right. So, uh, the mighty ship, Scars Guard. The <laughs> dilapidated boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amen. what's your word for Destination X? My one, my word for Destination X, and it's very specific in, in cadence. Delete. It has to be done in that. It has to be done in that voice. <laughs> Question mark. Uh huh. Delete in quotes. <laughs> um, Matt, how about you? What's your word for Destination hey, X? Since you gave Chris two words, can I have two words? No. No, you can have two words, Matt. Green beans. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, I like that. There it is. I have that written right here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, my word for destination X is more, more, more than a sound effect. (laughs) I had to spell that out. I had yeah yeah just just you know when when you're doing the uh the the translate the translation Eamon, just just put ba 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 um all right uh so let's get into this fucking show um Chris what yes. was your good from Destination X Oh my god there are so many goods there are so <laughs> many goods okay uh do well, you first... have notes 
Yes, I do. I do. I have them right here because you can see I'm kind of looking at them. I mean, I have, I have, I have pages of them here. So. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit back and relax and enjoy. Oh, this, this is gonna yeah. be magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're pretty awesome. I mean, let me just say, uh, first of all, uh, my big, big, big one. My big. What do we call it? Good or bueno? Yeah, you're good. You're good. good. Oh okay. yeah, we're, we're not we're not Spanish here. <laughs> the secret door with the Hardy Boys book. Oh my dude, that's just yes, yes. That owns that owns. I if that's yeah. really in Matt Hardy's house. Yeah, and a I fire. Will take, in, I will in, take back everything negative I've ever said about Matt Hardy, and believe me, I have said a lot of negative about Matt Hardy. Is it in his house? That's amazing. I, my mind was blown. My mind was blown. I you ha I want to at least believe that it's real because the, I think the biggest like selling point for this whole thing was like that. Well, one of the selling points was for people was that they didn't really have a production value, but like if they're able to manufacture a a, a, a fireman's pole that goes down into a theater. Oh, that's the Hardy <laughs> Cinema Nine, by the way. Or make a bust. <laughs> make a bust of Matt Hardy's face. Like that takes some money. Now, now the only way it would have been better is if that bust of Matt Hardy's face actually lifted up to reveal a button, and you saw the pole that said Maxwell. So it was like very clearly 1960s Batman. But, did that pole? Now, did that pole come down from Maxwell's bedroom? I think it was the bedroom. Yeah, I, would, yeah, I mean that's so. that's very dangerous for a woman. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean he can't. He can't reach the shelf of the Hardy Boys books anymore. All right. I was so worried that they were gonna pull like when because Remy comes down with him on her back in that little like thing. Like that was just danger waiting to happen. The, uh, to quote Bobby Heenan, the papoose to go. God. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Uh, yeah, but fuck, that was just amazing. Um, Eamon, what was your good this week? Um, my good for this week. Um, I'll say this first off: the wrestling this week on Impact was fine. Like I, and that's a compliment <laughs> to say for Impact usually because I don't <laughs> think highly of their wrestling. Um, I'll give it to the X Division match. Um, I thought, uh, and I and I might mention it on Twitter as well because of course we're big DJZ fans. Uh, it was nice to him get, for him to get the win. And I thought it was, it was what people can expect from the X Division. It was very like high spotty, but still, I mean. That's pretty. Much, I mean, it was a ladder match too, so you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, I, and the fact that DJZ got another highlight afterwards too by pinning Bennett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I really thought, with all the shit that happened on this show, I thought DJZ kind of stole Destination X a little bit. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Um. All right, Matt. How about you? What was your good this week? Well, I'm gonna go there, and I'm gonna give my good to Matt Hardy in the live promo in the arena oh, because no. I know we've all had our questions about whether or not he can make it you know work for me it worked in the arena and it was different because he went from just playing some maniacal villain into just basically seeming to do it solely for the purpose of mocking Jeff by just playing this outrageous thing all the way but I mean the crowd was into it I mean he held it together I was, I dig it. I, I get excited when I see Matt Hardy on my TV now. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Whatever, whatever on Impact, whatever I think on Impact, they give that crowd some good drugs. <laughs> they are always hot. And I don't know Even why. You have to remember, it is Florida. 
It is <laughs> free <laughs> AC. That gimmick is so sweet. It's so sweet. I love it, man. <laughs> All right, uh, my my good this week. I'm going. I'm gonna give it to Eddie Edwards and Lashley. Mm. I, I really am. Uh, last week I said I was not excited for the match. The promo during Destination X made me less excited for the match. <laughs> <laughs> However, I have to say, damn, that match was fun. I like. I really, really liked it. It's a different. It was a different match that I've seen from Lashley. Which yeah. is what I've been wanting to see for the longest time. And I feel like it really, really helped cement him as a champion for me. Now, I'm not talking about the finish. We'll get to that. But the actual match, I thought, was really, really great. And the fact that they didn't turn Davy Edwards, which... Davy Richards? Punchy? Davy Richards, excuse Kicky? me. Punchy. 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 Okay. Yeah. The, the no, fact Davey's that they didn't turn... Oh no, Davy's kicky, Eddie's choppy. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that they didn't turn Davy Richards immediately was a breath of fresh air because the impact I know and loathe would have done it immediately. Yeah, that's what <laughs> clearly, I really thought. Clearly, they had other thing, other things on their mind. When Davy came out to help him, I was like, "Well, you're turning." Yeah, <laughs> Susie said, "Like, I'm like, oh, okay, so Davy's turning on today. Got it. Count it and the foul. Okay." The point where he was taping his wrists for him. Oh, it's kind of like, oh, we we really doing this? But, yeah, you're right. Restraint. A victory yeah. for restraint. Yes, yes. And to be fair, sometimes with impact, that's all we ask. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it involves Matt Hardy, then the gloves come yeah, off. We don't want any, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, but not every show is perfect. We know this, um, except for sometimes Lucha. Um, <laughs> Chris, <laughs> what would be your bad for Destination X? Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> all right. Hopefully, I don't get yelled get yelled at too much about this, but I have to pick one. I think Mike Bennett saying that he's going to burn TNA to the ground, and then Moose's entrance at the end, the big finale. To me, it just was fell flat for me a little bit, and mm -hmm. and I don't know. I just uh, I, I guess I was expecting something them to do something more. Or him to do something more crazy, like I guess if he's going to burn TNA to the ground, or maybe this is just the beginning stages of that with Moose. But uh, yeah, to me, it didn't. I, I don't know. It was it was a weird introduction, and and sometimes I I often feel like uh, uh, watching TNA that sometimes they introduce uh, a lot of guys with run-ins, like McIntyre. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but but I don't know. I. I to me, I still thought it was a good show. I thought it was a good show, um, but I thought that maybe that could have been executed a little bit better. And especially for me, Moose just looked so less imposing next to Lashley. Yeah, it was weird. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have debuted him against Lashley. Like, if you're going to have Moose debut, <laughs> have him come in and beat up DJZ. Yeah, it's like, oh, this guy's an NFL player, and he's this and that, and then you see him next to Lashley, and Lashley just... Oh, <laughs> Lashley's, like, no. towering over him. He's like, what? You got to step to me? <laughs> Moose is, like, twice the size of half the people in Ring of Honor. He shows up in on Impact, and the first thing they do is put him right next to the human action figure that they have there, you know? He, he yeah. played in the NFL, so he's a big dude anyway, but Lashley is just massive, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Lashley did, like, amateur football, amateur wrestling and all that stuff, too, and Lashley is a behemoth. <laughs> like, Lashley and Abyss are two of the biggest guys in TNA, 
So if if I were them, I would have kept Musa as far away from them as possible. But here we are. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder because if, if going to like what Chris said about like the holding burn TNA to the ground thing, I weird like immediately when I saw that, I'm like, are they gonna do like a we're invading from Ring of Honor sort of thing? And like I don't know, I I, I it, it'd be very weird to me personally. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought like Bennett was gonna maybe beat DJZ and say, "Hey, I'm the number one contender for the X Division title, so you have to put me in the match," or mm. something like that, because you could have very easily done that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird way to debut him. Uh, Matt, how about you? What was your bad this week? Um, well, I gotta <clears throat> um, talk about the announcing again. Um, <laughs> I know I talked about it last week. It's such an easy target, but just it baffles me. Just how devoid of any kind of emotional investment poor Josh always seems to be. And I, I really want him to do well because, you know, if he does well, that might make the impact viewing experience even more enjoyable. Yeah. But it's just, he just I, I just don't understand. Like, I'm sitting there at home watching something happen in the ring, and I'm like, I know what the announcer's supposed to do here. You're supposed to, like, get, you know, be outraged and be like, I can't believe this. You know, I'm like, all I'm doing when I'm watching Impact is hearing, like, Jim Ross in my head and, like, imagining how Jim Ross would handle all these situations. And that does not happen when I watch any other wrestling show. It's like my brain is begging me for someone else to be calling the action. Um, yeah. And I feel bad because, like, we harp on this thing, like, every single time I'm on. But it's just this, this thing that's just, like, hanging over um, the whole show sometimes. You can't you can't have a a high quality televised wrestling product without a really good announce team, and it's not there. You know, they're yeah. not really good. You know, yeah, I, I know. I, I noted it in my notes. One of the things that made me upset was during the X Division match um, that Braxton Sutter and Braxton Spud tried to do a callback to last week with the whole Braxton trying to kick him in the teeth, like a, like an yeah. intelligent like callback to like prolong their feud, and the commentary didn't even notice it or pick up on it. And just like uh, something like yeah, exactly. That, that's a great point because like so much of it is the storytelling too. It's not just um, how they're calling the action, but it's what they're saying too. It seems like they're just you know they're trying to just fill time they're by talking just about kind of around, but all they're doing is just talking about the moves that are happening in the match. You know, we've got this for better or worse, we've got this convoluted story with Bram and the Decay and all this other crap going on. Can you bring me up to speed? You know, while we're doing this match, can you just drop me a few bullet points on exactly what's going on? And there's none of that, you know? And it, the show really needs that. You're trying to... what 80,000 new viewers, you know? you got to get these people up to speed fast and tell them what's going on so they'll care about why these matches are happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Eamon, how about you? What was your bad this week? Uh, my bad for this week, and this sometimes happens on this show, uh, my bad for this week is actually Matt's good for this week. Uh, yes. <laughs> being the in-ring segment of the of the final deletion stuff, to me this this is the thing that like again I have my issues with the final deletion that I mentioned before on the show, uh, so I won't go back into them. But um, yeah, like the way this story goes just really upsets me. because uh, I, I, I noted some stuff. What's the point of the deletion if just if Jeff's just gonna show up next week? Well, see, here's here's my thing, like, and I'm not sure if you guys caught this when you were watching it. Um, 
it was right after the like Jeff Hardy coming out and being deleted and all that stuff. Which making Jeff a slave again on Impact like it's the second time this year this has happened. Yeah. Which okay, fine. Matt gets to do that because he's brother. Okay, I'm okay with that. But then they announced the Bound for Glory series. And the first thing you see is Jeff Hardy doing all of his Jeff Hardy things, and they call him Jeff Hardy. Yeah, they don't call him Brother Nero. They don't, they don't call him... Like, it'd be well, really it wasn't funny. the point of this is that Jeff would lose the Hardy name. Yeah. They should like, have bleeped it out. They should have bleeped... See, <laughs> Matt, right there, a two-second fix. Yeah. Or not even bleep it out, just like when they show him, just hear Matt Hardy scream, DELETE! <laughs> Redacted! Yeah. <laughs> like... Like, I don't know, I just got the sense from last week's big final deletion was that the point of it was to murder Jeff Hardy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I assumed, too. Or like, that's what bring he back said over. to the referee, after it's over, do not resuscitate him. And, <laughs> like... it's fine. Yeah, he was <laughs> fine, he just came back out. Although, um, Matt, Matt did say that um, by keeping Brother Nero around, he would not allow Brother Nero to go up to New York to Mr. Mahan. Which I mean, that was kind of great. That was awesome. Um, but but yeah, like I just don't get this. Like the story's convoluted to me. So Matt just gets to decide that his contract is terminated. I think the story's convoluted to them too. So. Well, I think that's part of the stakes of the. <laughs> and then he says he thinks that he he said that he's gonna keep Jeff as his servant because he thinks Jeff's intellectual property is of value. But you didn't think that. That's the reason you wanted this in the first place. Also, and um, while while we're on the topic of the Hardys, what was the fever dream Jeff had at the beginning of the show? Oh yeah, where he's like taping his face to an Illuminati of all things. <laughs> like I thought, what was that? Yeah. It seems like someone just saw Batman vs Superman and thought, hey, that scene with the Flash interrupting Bruce's dream was a great idea. But yeah, like awesome. that's a. Th- but that's the thing, like, we get, you know, everyone gets this buzz for the final deletion and stuff like that, and the implications of it. First minute in, we find out Jeff Hardy's alive. Yep. Like, or that he may have dreamed the whole thing. Yeah, that's what I Because that's what I thought for a split second there. I'm like, if Jeff Hardy fever dreamed the final deletion, that could be the greatest thing Impact's ever done. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that too. I said, "Oh my god, it was all a dream last week." And then, and then uh, Vanguard One show, showed back up. I think at some point. I love Vanguard. <laughs> but, but to me, I don't know. To no me, no hologram this time though. No Zod Zordon hologram though. So to cool. me, to me, Matt Hardy runs rough shop. We hell do a month of those fucking promos where like he's you know asking for green beans and stuff like that. Um, because he dislikes mustard. Because he dislikes mustard. Um, but have Jeff not show up for, like, months. Until, like, Bound for Glory or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it just felt like this big thing happened, and then we were like... I thought he got lit on fire, but then I guess he didn't. I guess, no. He just, I guess, fell in dirt. Like a, I don't know. Like, yeah, it looks like he just, like, took a tumble. I'm like, he's taking worse hits than that in matches when he's delivering offense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I don't know. I just have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, my bad this week is not capitalizing on their opportunity. Uh, to me, Impact this week, because Destination X was live, right? Or live yes. to tape? Live to tape. Yeah. Um, they knew they were getting a lot of viewers. 
and to end it with only one, uh, two title matches, both of which had run-in bullshit finishes. I mean, the your world title match didn't even have a finish. Um, to have some convoluted storylines with Decay and all that, and not really explain it. Um, I think they missed an opportunity. I think this was probably their biggest opportunity since they first moved to Destination America. And like we always say on the show, we want Impact to be better. But I feel like if if they knew they were getting a bunch of new viewers this week, and if I was a new viewer to Impact and I saw, oh, well, they're having a world title match, that's awesome, there's no finish. Like, we don't know who either... Cha- like. No chance, no title change chance or anything like that. And now they're gonna make me tune in to see the same match next week in a cage. Like, I thought this was the big pay per view thing. Like, yeah, it just seemed anticlimactic. I think, I think that's the word I'm looking for. Like, this should, there should have been a finality to it. And there was just so many, like, nit- little nitpicky things that casual viewers are going to notice. They're going to know if they want to stick around to watch this or not. And I think. I I'd be really curious to see the ratings for this week and for next week because I yeah. have really no, drop off huge. No knock on Moose, but like cuz I like Moose, but like him coming out is not like the big like thing that's like going to be like oh viewers are going to be happy that they watched him back cuz Moose is like if you watch Ring of Honor, you know who Moose is. You know what I mean? Mhm. Yeah, like, I mean, they call them the biggest free agent in pro wrestling. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think he's a big free agent. Yeah. But like and the fact that his entrance is so like, hmm, hmm, like no intensity at no, all. I didn't. Like, I, I thought it was fine. Like uh, I really, I thought it was very cool that they kept his song from like. <laughs> well, I I think that's just a joke. I think because he owns I think, it. I think it just sounded the same as long as you hear the word moose. No, I think it was the exact same one. Okay. But uh, I, I think that may be because it's not like a Ring of Honor song. It's like something he made or something. Um, but, like, yeah, I just don't think that he was the right choice. Like, if they were going to do a, a fuck finish with the main event, like, I don't know if he was the, it was a good enough thing to leave on for people to still be satisfied. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, w- it wasn't like, like, if they had gotten Jay Lethal, sure, that would work. But he's not leaving Ring of Honor anytime soon. Like, I don't know. It just for that build-up, you expect someone that everyone knows. And Moose is not that guy. Yeah. Well, you know, there's only so many guys out there too. I think, given what they were able to do, I thought they turned it around pretty fast, bringing out Moose. Um, yeah, but I mean, you, and there's I, other ways of introducing him, like having him be a surprise instead of having to build well, up. Believe me, my, you know, hindsight being 2020. I, debuting Moose by putting him in the same ring as Bobby Lashley would not have been my first choice. Um, it's probably like 20th or 21st choice, but I or wouldn't have, call it... Have a, Moose take out Eddie Edwards. I but wouldn't call it a do, totally opportunity. I know we... I, I even predicted that there would be a non-finish with this match this week, but they did make an immediate rematch with a cage, which makes you think there might be an actual winner with the same stipulations. They did give a big push to DJZ. They did debut Moose. It's what they had. So they did try to push forward. I'm not ready to give up on them just yet. Um, 
I'm not so giving. I, I can't call a fully squandered opportunity. I, I'm not ready to go that far. I just think there's better ways they could have done what they wanted to do. Like, like EC3 and Galloway had a completely pointless fight. Have Moose break that up and destroy both of those guys at once. Yeah. Like, that's a way to do it because Moose would look huge next to both of those guys. I don't know. Galloway might be taller than Moose. Okay, yeah. but, but Moose is wider. <laughs> Moose is wider. It's that. fine. Let's get out the measuring tape. Hey, you know what? The measuring tape, you can't teach that. So it's... <laughs> that's right. All right. Um... So, uh, Chris, what would you change about Destination X this week? Hmm. Well, I wouldn't change Mackenzie Mitchell. I would not change Mackenzie Mitchell. Oh, I don't like Mackenzie Mitchell. <laughs> oh I, I, think I so didn't grown. know who she was. I thought she was great. Yeah, she's just I, been I doing, she's been doing yeah. stuff recently, like just on the like Facebook Live stuff. I think she's kind of wooden. Like oh, she's okay. she's well. she's good. She's fine to look at, but like she's yeah. Well, I, she's I think not, she's just I, nervous. One thing she's not as beautiful as Matt Hardy's teeth. They're amazing. Um, <laughs> what would I change? Uh, I would probably change that. Uh, I would probably change Moose. Uh, the, the impact that Moose made, and, or, or how he was introduced, a little bit. I probably would have done something a little bit differently. But um, I'm coming back next week to watch TNA. And I haven't. Well, I've only watched the past two weeks, but I'm coming back next week to watch TNA for sure. I'm gonna see what happens. They're doing something right. All right. All I'm right. I want to see Vanguard 1 again. Nope. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff versus Vanguard 1 2, maybe, in a, in a dream sequence. I will say, the as much as I've been critical of the final deletion, there was one moment this week that made me bust out laughing, and it's in the movie theater scene where they're watching the final deletion, and they get that shot of that baby looking at Matt Hardy so confusingly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who's the guy who who like is like Matt's butler? Not not uh, not the guy who put all the weapons. Not, not seeing oh, his secretary. His uh, yeah, uh, I love that guy. Yeah, I like that guy. Too. Yeah, I don't know who that was. But actually, uh, I found out Senior Benjamin is actually Rebby's real father. Oh really? No. Oh, yeah. Yes. So That's a real thing. I heard. I heard that on a different podcast. But yeah, Benjamin's real father. So, but if so I could, probably... that, that butler has to be like a hardy cousin or someone, or maybe he knows like Shannon more. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, the only thing I think maybe I would I would have done differently, but then you know I probably would do something different on on my own show, so it's hard to say. But, you know, you've got all the attention on Matt and Jeff and their story and the final deletion, and, and I think that's what everybody was kind of talking about last week. I thought that they would end the show with something with those two guys, but they didn't. So that would maybe be the thing that I would change. I don't okay. know. Okay, kind of like a post-credit tag, something like that? Uh, well, no, I wouldn't want to, to, to do that, because it's kind well, of what yeah. we Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, but because I because I feel like Destination actually kind of had to end with the title match, even if it was going to be a shitty finish. Yeah, yeah, that's that 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 is true. I guess I don't know. I just was hoping that something else would happen with that with that story, maybe. Yeah. But the cage match will be interesting. It's weird that Destination X didn't get it, but hey, they they got to do what they got to do to get people to Thursday night, so I can understand where they're coming from. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we, we should announce that they, they are going to Thursday night. So if you don't watch Impact, um, this doesn't really affect you. It, it's going gonna to push back our start time a little bit, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, so, uh, Eamon, what would you change about Destination X this week? Oh, God. Um, probably, I, I already mentioned like the Hardy stuff like that I would change, that I wouldn't have Jeff show up again 
you know, really months. Um, uh, I, I noted this. How many weeks? Like, like I think can each week we've had some point where Drew Galloway and someone is being separated backstage by the same group of wrestlers. <laughs> like, it's always... He loves to fight, Damon! It's always, he loves to fight! It's always Robbie E., Mahabali Shira, like, Mandrews. Like, it's always those guys separating Drew Galloway and someone. Like, it's, it's like you can find extras to do that, at least. Um, Damon, have you seen their roster? They don't have it. Oh, short. Yeah. But yeah, Drew Galloway's like always getting into fights with people. Like, He's uh, Scottish. Yeah, that yeah. happens, I guess. Scottish people do. He's a Leonidas a TNA daddy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. I couldn't help myself. Uh, uh, Matt, what would you change about Destination X this week? Um, I, I'm trying to come up with something fresh, but I would not have had Jeff Hardy on this show. That's yeah. it, bottom line. Yeah. I know it's obvious, but come on, people. Now, Willow... Willow, I would have had another story. That's fair. Yeah, I can see that. Or, like, a completely different character that's actually just called Brother Nero. Can I ask you guys a question? Sure. Was Willow in Final Deletion, was that Senior Benjamin, or was that actually Willow? What what, what happened there? That was, it was both. Because Senior Benjamin tases Willow when he's, on, when he's trying to choke out Matt. Like, yeah, yeah I, I, I think there was a point where, ben, where uh, he jumped out of the water, right? Was yeah. that uh-huh. Benjamin in Willow costume? No, that was Jeff. Oh, that was okay. Jeff. That had to have been, yeah. But I just don't understand like the time frame in which he was able, Willow or Jeff Hardy was able to, you know, attack Senior Benjamin to the point of unconsciousness, take off his clothes, put them on Senior Benjamin, and then and then have Matt Hardy pin him. Well, I would imagine it probably wouldn't take much for you know Senior Benjamin to be knocked out. Yeah, but there's I mean there's a lot there's like buttons and stuff on that. He's got like a jacket. He's got the mask. Like it's gonna take a little while. You know what? Willow's very magical. He did, he did just randomly appear out of the water like fucking yeah. Jason at the end of Friday the Thirteenth. So <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. He like he's like uh, he's like it's like he's like a water fairy or something like that. <laughs> and, 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 is now can we, since since Jeff is deleted is Willow not deleted? Well, also we had that segment like months ago where there was like eight Willows. I, I wasn't watching months ago. There's like eight Willows at one point, and like one of them was like flesh colored. Like oh, it, was cool. it was very Yeah, cool. there was definitely a flashlight Willow. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> it was. That's cool. Uh, God. Did, did not Matt speak specifically to Jeff Hardy trying to use different characters? Or did he only talk about him yeah. going to different companies and things like that? No, he specifically he said that? that. He specifically yeah. said that. He's very thorough in his deletion. Uh, yeah, I'm just wishing his He's company was everything. too. Yeah, yeah he was very thorough. TNA wasn't because they promoted Jeff Hardy right after that second. But, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't put Jeff in... Uh, title opportunity and then advertise him as Jeff Hardy because it kind of defeats the point of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, uh, my change for this week, you can't have two matches on a show that have your entire division in those matches. Yeah. Like, it, it speaks to how thin the roster is. You should never say 
the entire roster ever during your wrestling show. You should say like the yeah. top contenders, you know. <laughs> yeah, unless, like unless it's unless Always it's like imagine another guy, you know, at least another one more guy. Yeah, unless it's like one of those segments where the entire roster is surrounding the ring for like an addressment by the boss or whatever. But you, it just it sounds bad. It just sounds really, really bad. Wait, well, when you say when you say entire roster and there's six guys. Yeah. Yep. Or you four. It's not good. You think yeah. Matt Hardy deleted the rest of the X Division guy? Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I was hoping that Gregory Helms would get in that match, but he didn't. I'm shocked that he hasn't wrestled yet. Man, I I'm to... shocked. Like I thought that's what we were building to with it, with him and Eddie Edwards. I'm just absolutely floored he hasn't wrestled yet. Yeah. Uh, one one other thing I would change is uh, when the X Division guys came to confront Bennett, there's no reason for Gregory Shane Helms and the other guys to be out there. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> because I, I know you weren't watching two weeks ago, Chris, but two weeks ago, Mike Bennett was high-fiving those guys when he was trying to win the X Division title. They were all working together at the same time. News to me. Yeah. Um, just, like, managers, the, uh, managers, uh, Spud even. I'll accept Spud too. But managers, Spud and um, Braxton. Uh, Braxton, totally fine with. They can hold off Bennett. That's absolutely fine. Also, like, what's happened to T-Grave now? I thought they re-signed him. They said he, they re-signed him and he has been Maybe on, like, he's months. actually Senior Benjamin. My information was false. Oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe he's going to another company. Chris? <laughs> I don't know anything. Chris doesn't know who T. Gray Uno is. <laughs> Alright. Um, so, uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about Destination X before we uh, go into our rankings? Oh, God. What else happened? Uh, uh, what'd you guys think of the Decay segment? Yeah. Uh, I, a little my, strange. The whole concept of Bram as someone I should be cheering for is kind of making me feel weird. Especially uh, regarding a relationship with a woman. Wow. That's kind of a good point. Um, no, the, op- I- the optics are a bit much. Especially yeah. when it seems like that woman enjoys violence. Just steer away from this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They have a reboot on it. You know, they have a loud-ass ring. I know that. That's one thing I noticed, too. <laughs> yeah, that's Holy true. shit. Um, oh, I thought uh, just uh, Jeremy Borash, man. I, you know, he's, he's got some Gene Okerlund in him. I, I, I like Jeremy. I, thought I like he's JP. Yeah. J- JB, JB's always, always been really good, always been a stalwart of impact. Like, honestly, I don't know why he's not doing color commentary, because if anyone is Mr. TNA right now, him, right? Jeremy fucking Borash. Yeah. yeah. I'm shocked he was he didn't take over for like like today or whatever. Like back when they were trying to find someone to replace him. Like I don't know. It, it's he's very yeah, I, I he's very crucial to the TNA product, I feel. Um and also on like certain taped impacts, like he's I, I, I make fun of it, but like he's able to do backstage interviews and then ring announce immediately thereafter. He's like a he's like a magician. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, teleportation in wrestling, that doesn't happen at all. Never. Oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I, I, I fully agree. I like JB. All right. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, we'll hit up the rankings. Chris, where did you rank Impact this week, Destination X? 
Oh, you don't make me do it. Don't make <laughs> me do it. <laughs> For one reason and one reason only, and that is because of Matt Hardy, I rank impact number two. Yes! <laughs> Unbelievable! So good. Awesome. Uh, you know what? For the Matt Hardy reason, I can't fault you because, <laughs> fuck. If he really does have and I didn't even notice that it was a Hardy Boys book that they pulled to open the door. I, I'm going to start construction at my house immediately of uh, one of those things, if it's possible. It might cost millions of dollars to do something like that, so maybe not. But I'm sure I can go to the library, get some Hardy's Boys books. Oh, man, that was so cool. <laughs> I mean, Matt, Matt's been a friend of mine for a long time, and I always thought he was cool. But that upped the cool factor big time for me. I had no idea about that. Why did you keep that from me, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> and Matt Hardy will be on next week to answer that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no. I'm waiting for Jerry Lynn to come in on this. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. All right. All right, Eamon, where would you rank Destination X this week? Uh, I, I will give slight credit. This, was a, I, this wasn't a offensive episode of Impact to me. Um, it's, this was definitely better than past weeks. I'll, I'll give them that. Um, uh, it's still number three for me, uh, just from, you know, obviously Lucha's amazing, and also NXT, the, the, they had one match, but it was a really great match. Um, yeah, I, good on them for trying. Good on them. It's just, yeah. You know, I might change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, just, just Finn's and Nakamura's entrances alone were probably better than Impact, so yeah. uh, I changed my mind. <laughs> but you almost convinced me. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Impact number two. That's Impact. right. Same with it. Uh, Those right. entries are fucking awesome. Really, really. <laughs> Alright, uh, Matt, where did you rank it in uh, Destination X this week? Um, it's really close. I got issues with NXT, and you can watch the NXT Whoa. edition of the Midweek War, and I'll get into it. But, uh, I, I'll 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 tow the company line here, and I'll I'll put Impact number three. But I'm telling you, it's close, and I freaking love Matt. Matt, Matt there's no company <laughs> line here. If you feel it's number two, you rank it number two. I really don't feel right it's too. number two, but I I feel like it's very close. But uh, I can't, in good conscience, give it number two. But uh, it's <laughs> over. Now I'll say I'll say, I'll say if Moose came out with Stokely Hathaway as well, I would have bumped it up to number two. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair. That's a fair point. Oh man! All right. Um, I'm gonna give it number two point five, two point five, which is a really good rating for me because sometimes I rank it number four when I've only watched three shows. I was gonna say we're not taking the Cruiserweight Classic. Right? No, so I, this would be different. Oh yeah, yeah. If we're if we're going the Cruiserweight Classic, that that's a whole different conversation. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna say two point five. I really enjoyed the wrestling this week. Um, Lashley and Eddie Edwards sold me, and that took some doing because I wasn't excited for that match. Uh, I didn't really like the finish, but you know it is what it is. I, I think if they if they actually pulled the trigger and had a clear winner, it might have taken number two for me. It very well might have. Like if they had actually pulled the trigger and done something different. Whether or not it was like a screwdriver or something like that, if they had someone leaving Destination X with two belts, I might have given it number two. Uh, 
can I ask one question before we wrap this up? Yeah, Sorry. absolutely. But if you, if Cruiserweight Classic was in the ranking system, <laughs> where would you rank it? Because <laughs> I know where I'd rank Cruiserweight Classic. Where where would you rank the Cruiserweight? I need to think on it a little bit. Oh, really? Whoa! Yes. Huh. I, I did not enjoy it at all. At least the first round. I did not. At least this first episode, I didn't. I thought I, I, the last match was awesome. The last mm. match was awesome. But the other stuff to me, was, I don't know. It was weird to me. I guess I, the, the different ring introductions and all that, I, I could kind of see it. I, I don't know. I didn't like it as much as the other two, though. That's for sure. Other three. Again, it's not Matt Hardy naming his dilapidated boats. Yeah, Matt Hardy just destroys Cruiserweight Classics. He's Maxwell Hardy's going to be the youngest enter at the Cruiserweight oh, Classic. <laughs> I want him in that. I want Maxwell in Aztec Warfare, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh can, we have, can we have King Maxwell and uh, Masquerita Sagrada? It would be amazing. King Maxwell over strong. <laughs> By the way, um, speaking of King Maxwell, this was the second show with the Lion King reference this week. What was the, uh, Matt Hardy lifted King Maxwell up like goddamn oh, yeah. Simba. He did it. Mm-hmm. He really did it. And Maxwell looked just as awkward as cartoon Simba looked in the Lion King. Can you... Can, Chris, can you please book King Maxwell to be the descendant of King Quirin now? <laughs> oh, yes! Just get, a man, just get a man and be like, hey, we don't want to book you. We're going to book your kid now. Oh, God. That would be amazing. <laughs> I love so. I love everything about that whole gimmick, man. The, with everything with the wife, with the baby in the baby pouch. The whole thing is yeah. so trashy and so <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I love it. It's it's it is it is a train wreck, and I love every bit of it. Okay, uh, so can we expect someone in Lucha Underground to have a lawn as intricate as Jeff Hardy's next year? No, that, <laughs> dude, that is a nice lawn. He should like, dude, he should go like to like you know uh, to like a baseball field, like to Yankee Stadium, and do their grass <laughs> right. You know oh. what I mean? Like, that is um, really. Um, excuse me, really as a, as a card carrying New Yorker, I. Strongly, strongly do not endorse that message. <laughs> <laughs> giant Hardy symbol carved in the center field. You know what? Take that shit to Wrigley. Uh, Wrigley or Fenway. Wrigley or Fenway, they'll do that. He can probably draw all the Yankees legends in the outfield. Like That's how good he is at mowing the lawn. It's it's amazing. I, I could do... I'm a good cross cutter, you know? Like, I can do the cross cut, you know? But that's about the best of my ability. That guy, he's got some real skills. Maybe the NFL should hire him or something like that as a groundskeeper after he's done wrestling. Because tremendous. It's too bad the XFL still isn't a thing. Jeff Hardy would just do the end zones up nice. Yeah, right. <laughs> See him before the game spraying the sideline or something like that. Awesome. Oh God. All right. Um. So, Eamon, where can the good people of the internet find you? <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Amin2, please, and you can also check out uh, Inspire Pro Wrestling, the company I'm involved with, uh, on Twitter at InspireProRes and at InspireProWrestling.com. And Amin, when's the next show for Inspire Pro Wrestling? August 14th in Austin, Texas. It, well, we've debuted in a, we're debuting in a brand new venue, uh, so that'll be really fun. We've got some big stuff planned. So what's the, what's the new venue? The uh, the lovely uh, Red Oak Ballroom in downtown Austin, Texas. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff around that area, so... Uh, it'll be fun. It'll be really fun. 
and we'll make sure we have air conditioning this time. Because uh, I know that was a big problem with the last show. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, right. Whole room. All right, Matt Carlin's where can the good people find you on the internet? Uh, mainstream Matt with one T, and uh, check out all your favorite indie stars. See what they're up to. Go to indiewrestling.us around the indies column. We'll even probably mention Inspire Pro Wrestling around August 14th thereabouts. Alrighty, and uh, Chris and Joseph, where can people find you if they want to know more about your thoughts on Matt Hardy's dilapidated boat? Uh, they can find me uh, on Twitter at Chris to Joseph. Um, they can also find me supporting all wrestling. So watch all wrestling, as much wrestling as you want, as much wrestling as you can, especially at the Red Oak Ballroom on August 14th for Fire <laughs> Pro Wrestling. It's a new venue. They've got wrestling. They've got air conditioning. What more could you ask for? Be there. Alrighty, and you can find me, of course, at Mad Mike four eight eight three on the Twitter machine. Also, uh, hit up the uh, Mayhem the Mayhem Show Twitter. Uh, hit the hashtag MM when I live tweet Impact. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to next week because I will be in San Diego, hopefully meeting a few guys from maybe Lucha Underground. Um, but yeah, uh, I will still live tweet Impact whenever I watch it. So um, for Eamon, P- Eamon Payton for Matt Collins and for our special guest, Krista Joseph. Delete! 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 <laughs> delete this, this podcast. Your mid-week delete!